This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. I love this company! Yeah! Wait, did you look up Garnett or Durant? I looked up Kevin Durant. No, no, you talked about Garnett. Garnett. Okay, well, that's that's me not paying attention. (laughs) I went to the mall for some new underwear, but had to leave. Andre the Giant's official record is 156 beers in one sitting. We got four dozen boxes of donuts. I was probably like 12 years old. I probably ate at least two of those boxes by myself. The Business on Top Podcast. (laughs) Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. We were about to start the show, VJ, and you were giggling about something to my left here. What? Uh, what's so funny over there? What was it? I don't know what I was. I don't remember. I don't know. You started. We were about to start the show, and I played something. I think we had played or just played our show intro, and you were laughing. Uh, Can you remember what it was? I can't. Okay, I so welcome to the Business <laughs> on Top back. Podcast, <laughs> Episode 9. Yo, like Transformers, more Maybe. than meets the eye here on the Business on Top Podcast. Shane Chernoff along with Ben Siegel and Vijay Patel. Uh, it is Game 3 of the World Series uh, going on behind us. The Dodgers are out to the early lead here. Um, and before we kind of get into what we've seen from the World Series so far... I want to go back to uh, a simpler time on the Business on Top podcast before we had Mr. Big Voice. Um, we started and got to know each other and started to develop some some on-air chemistry. And one of the things that we did during that first episode was we made some predictions. And, and we talked about uh, what we thought was going to happen in this uh, crazy COVID-shortened baseball season. And I wanted oh, to bring God. your attention... Uh, to to something that was said on that episode. So you can listen to it right here. I think the LA Dodgers are going <laughs> to finally get it done with Mookie Betts. Um, and did you guys happen to watch uh, game one? Did you guys see what happened in game one? Or, no, wait, was that game two? That was or game was it... one. No, I'll, no I'm, I'm glad that you said that. So you're pointing to a very delicious Taco Bell Doritos Locos Taco. Free of charge. Brought to you by, yes, free of charge. Brought to you by Taco Bell, courtesy of the app. Courtesy of Mookie Betts, actually. God bless Mookie, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts becoming the first player since uh, Chase Utley at the time was on the Phillies to hit two home runs and uh, steal uh, it was one home run and two stolen bases. To steal two bases and hit one home run in a game since Chase Utley in 2008, who also did it against the Rays. What Chase Utley didn't do, aside from being an a-hole, because Chase Utley, if you're listening to me, you are an a-hole. Um, <laughs> What he didn't do was get everybody free tacos, as Mookie Betts has done twice in his career. So, as we sit here, I'd want to say thank you, Mookie, for doing two things. First, you made me right, which I enjoy. If there's one thing I enjoy as much as Taco Bell, it's being right. So, uh, if the Dodgers are able to actually close out the World Series, my prediction that the Dodgers would win the World Series is tr- because of Mookie Betts will come true. The second thing that you did for me was got me this delicious free taco that I'm about to eat right now. We should also tell everyone that this doesn't. This is like a rare occurrence, right? We still can. We're still continuing our tradition of Taco Bell after filming. This is like the pregame, the pre-game to the party. To the, yeah. This was just a prop. It's a delicious prop, but it is a it right. Is a prop. It was free. You know, you had to get it because it was free. And uh, but it's we're also still Taco gonna, Bell, so we're going out of our way to yeah. get it. Yeah, so. and we're gonna make. <laughs> we're, 
don't worry. We'll pay big dollars after this podcast. We'll give Taco Bell their their money's worth. So the only difference, really, is we usually get Taco Bell after. I'm having Taco Bell before and after. I'm I'm jealous. Actually, I, I'm, I'm salivating at the mouth right now. I just want Taco Bell right now. So to, to, what are we? Podcast is over. Sorry. Well, yeah. all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Cue the music. (laughs) So, talk to me about like uh, what we have right now because we have a a tied series, and it looks like really it is anybody's series. Um, It depends really just what pitcher uh, is on on any given night. Um, We did see the the Rays bounce back in Game Two after a less than stellar showing in Game One. Um, But one thing I was really impressed by was uh, Clayton Kershaw. In game one, had, yes, had a pretty solid performance. Um, I thought Dave uh, Roberts managed uh, him pretty well, taking him out right when he could. Didn't want the wheels falling off. So even though he was on a relatively low pitch count, he let him rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that later on in our uh, podcast. But I think uh, Kershaw is back. Well, not back. He's He's been great for his, yeah, like playoff Kershaw. Yeah, playoff Kershaw. It's kind of interesting to watch the, um, because you know the Rays kind of are created the kind of the opener um, in baseball where they put a reliever who starts, you know, pitches one or two innings and they just play a bullpen game. And you actually saw the Dodgers do that in game two. Their starter went one inning and he got into a little bit of trouble. I think he walked like the first hitter, maybe the second one as well, and he got pulled. It's strange to me what what playoff baseball has become because you're starting to see that more and more. Um, And I heard a pretty interesting opinion from uh, Bob Bryan of the Boston Globe earlier this week where he said that, like, Tony La Russa was the one that originally started that where he had Dennis Eckersley only come in to pitch the ninth inning um, and would only come in with a lead. Whereas in the past, if you saw, like, in the 80s and 70s, uh, closers would generally come in, they would pitch for two or three innings. Mm-hmm. It was just your best reliever, and they would be able to pitch an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. But what we started to see is, um, as pitchers, I don't want to call it coddled, but as, as uh, teams get more conservative with their arms, what you see is pitchers starting to come in less and less. And there are certain teams, the Rays had done it in the past, where you have your closer who's like pitching the first or second inning yeah. just because you need a spot starter, and then just, you know, Six or seven guys are just pitching one inning until the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to the opener strategy, right? Like, pro, the obvious pros are you're going to have five to six pitchers pitch who will be throwing different speeds, different arm angles, so the hitters can't pick up on their second or third time around, right? They're going to be facing a new pitcher probably every at-bat that game. So in that scenario, it's probably the advantage of the pitcher. Um, first time the hitter's probably seeing them. And, you know, more than likely, again, like I said, different arm slot, different pitches. So advantage pitcher in that case. But that strategy doesn't work, you know, if one of your bullpen guys gives up a ton of runs. Right. And not only that, but you run through your bullpen very quickly. And if, you know, you're throwing in the race case, Glass now or Snell, they get rocked in the first inning. You know, your bullpen was taxed the game before, and you you have limited options to choose from kind of how you want to guide the rest of the game. So, you know, the opener strategy works for the Rays because they have such a deep and good bullpen, but, you know, it it could go the opposite where we saw with the Dodgers uh, game two. They put 
Um, I think Dustin May was the second pitcher in right after the starter, and he gave up three runs off the bat, and uh, the Dodgers can never come back from that. Yeah, and it really depends. And, you know, I think very much like the NFL, Major League Baseball can kind of be like a copycat league where um, you saw uh, managers and and organizations start to have success with that, and now we start to see um, a few different franchises across baseball adopt it. But Mm -hmm. um, Actually, real quick, I want to actually ask VJ because – Obviously, he played at a much higher level than me and you. Well, he's definitely a <laughs> and better definitely, ball player. Definitely than the best. Yeah, yeah, definitely the best baseball player uh, sitting at this table. So, <laughs> I guess coming from although you know, I won Mario Kart tonight, just so you know. Yeah, well, sober. Yeah. <laughs> so, sober October. <laughs> no, this, this is gonna get. <laughs> this is gonna get. Uh, also could be heated. But um, I guess from your perspective, you know, when a starter was in. The second or third time around you saw him, I mean, was it that much easier to kind of pick up his pitches? Or, like, if you were, from a hitter's perspective, you know, do you like the opener strategy where maybe, you know, you know that maybe there's a bullpen guy who might come in that might not be as good as, you know, you have a shot at maybe getting a weak link as opposed to a, a starter who, like Kershaw, who may be good for six innings. Yeah, so if I were to compare that, what you just told me to anything, it would be high school. Cause like high school would be the one time where you'd probably face that starter. Especially like in every time. County. Yeah. Like West, Bo- like for us, West Boca was one of those schools. Yeah. Like my first two years, we'd always see the same starter and they would go through like six innings. Yeah. You know, we'd never see like and the it's seven inning games, right? It's not nine. Right. It's yeah. High point. school. And the talent level was way like we were, we went to Olympic Heights. So like our talent level was OH. Like, yeah. OH. <laughs> But uh, they, I mean, West Boca recruited, and, yeah. like, they always had the top-end pitchers. But we'd always face the same starters every game mm-hmm. we faced them. Because it's not like we faced them in a series. Right. It would be every, like, I don't know. But I want to, yeah, and I want to follow up on that. Because ben, Ben's logic is sound. Because if you get a pitcher, uh, generally, you only have so many different pitches and the more you go through the order the more you're seeing okay well this is this guy's best stuff so i can either sit on it um i can ignore it and it's just all it's all input that goes into your next at bat am i right 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 no absolutely um it's it's interesting because for for if your talent is way better than the other team you just leave that starter in because you know he, that guy's yeah. probably going to strike out. Yeah. With, it doesn't matter if you've seen him once or twice. Like, like if you're in high times. school, probably throwing high 80s. I mean, definitely low 90s. I mean, you're probably having an advantage almost over every hitter. I mean, uh, you're just blowing it by right. high school hitters. I mean, there were a couple hitters, you know, per team that could probably like, Barrel you know, you saw up. you see him the first time and then the next bat, you'll, yeah. you'll figure it out. And you know what pitch... Most of those guys are throwing fastballs. Yeah, they're not going to be throwing curveballs because they know like the the talent's way under the, underneath them, and they usually have scouts in the back. Just they just want to see how fast they throw, anyways. That probably it's, played to your advantage though, because sorry to oh, cut yeah. you off, but because like obviously you're you know you're you're a smart hitter and you went to the plate with with an idea. So yeah. kind of if you, if you were in a lineup with a guy that or guys that maybe didn't have the same approach as you, right? You knew that the pitcher was probably going to be pumping fastballs because and that's what he I thought the whole it. lineup yeah. was like that. So it'd be easier for you to just sit fastball. And that's that's all I did. Yeah. And, I mean, I did well because I knew what was coming, yeah. and I feel like my bat speed was a lot faster than some of the other players yeah. on the team. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I did well. Yeah, you had uh, pitchers that, that, you know, had an easier time with um, some of the other guys in the lineup because yeah. you could just power them by. Exactly. But, you know, if you're able to get around on a pitch, especially if you're able to sit dead red because that's the only pitch that an opposing pitcher would be able to locate, it's going to be easier to get out in front and drive the ball. In high school, it was like... I always look forward to the relievers because the relievers, yeah, it was such a big drop back. off yeah, from yeah. the the starters. Oh, in quality, okay, absolutely. Yeah. In uh, when I played on a college travel team, it was way different. It was closer to the majors to anything you'd face yeah. because where they had an actual like bullpen. Exactly. What, is yeah. there is there anyone that you remember playing against um, that you just remember? Man, that guy's arm was like oh, so I live, and I just... oh, couple. Uh, Matt Kelly of who went to West Boca. Michael and I think it was, was it Michael? Oh, I thought, Mike, I thought Michael Kelly was the third baseman. No, he was a pitcher. Oh, okay. Mike Mike Kelly. Uh, M. Kelly. M. M. Dot Kelly. <laughs> um, I, I remember I hit him well because all he did was throw fastballs. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he was pumping it at like 89, 90 at the time. But if it's right down the middle and you have decent back. Did he end up at stroke, UM? No. no, he went straight to the majors. Okay, Padres, so I'm just, right? I'm just yeah. wrong all over the place. I'm just going to turn my mic off now. <laughs> Come on the pod, M. 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 Kelly. M. Yeah. Kelly. Um, who else? Brian Bush. Yeah, FSU. Yep. Um, Chichi Rodriguez. That's that true. was that was way yeah. before in middle school we uh, faced him. The Oral Roberts product, and I think eventually he ended up pitching for the Rangers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did well the first game in the majors. No, he had, yeah. and he had a good I think rookie still, year, and I don't know what happened to him. But right yeah. now we've got, let's see, uh, Blake Snell getting interviewed in the dugout. Uh, game three, it's pretty early on. The Dodgers drew first blood. Let's ask business on top. Who comes out on top in this World Series? Dodgers. Dodgers. I, Dodgers. I gotta go with my original. I gotta go with my original pick. I don't know how many games it's gonna take, um, but I think just from top to bottom, that team is built to win a championship, and it's honestly crazy that it hasn't already. But, Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> you didn't specify. I was like, well, "What were you talking about?" Yeah, no, de- definitely the Dodgers the Rays are pretty good that, too. Right. That's not to take anything away from the Rays, but nah, I think, Rays uh, the it's Dodgers okay. are the Dodgers yeah. are going to be probably listening to "We Are the Champions" by the time that we get it done, which is also a great karaoke song. Ben, it is um, Queen. Yeah, that uh, Queen. We will rock you is another one. Yeah. Which yeah. I I don't think I realized that uh, "We Will Rock You" leads straight into "We Are the Champions." I think on that on the album. I think it's oh. like part, one, two parts of the same song or something like that. Mm. But, uh, you know, you and I were talking before the show about karaoke. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I was on the drive over here, and there's always a song, whether it comes on Spotify or, you know, whatever, your playlist. doesn't matter what mood you're in. doesn't matter the time of the day. You're not skipping it. You're singing along. So it's pretty much like your go-to karaoke song, right? The song you're going to choose that you know the words to, that you're going to jam out to. So, I want to know your guys' songs. Oh, okay. I, so gonna, I'll, I'll start. Yours? Yeah, no, we can we can do it. The thing is, like, I I am a child and a product of the era that I grew up in. Uh, my adolescence was first song that comes to mind. Late two thousand. Oh God, uh, the anthem, Good Charlotte, probably. Okay. But it's, it it wouldn't be the karaoke song. It, that's that's my song where if it comes on, like I'm, you bet your ass I'm gonna jam See, out to it. Okay, you have a song like. First song I'm, that comes to mind that it comes I'm, on, you know, every word to. Well, I'm not really big on karaoke, but when I know I've done a couple of. Um, We've done song. karaoke together, haven't we? We have. We did. Was it In Sync or Backstreet oh Boys? Oh, my God. Oh, you're thinking of the time before. Yeah, but See, no. That was back in college. 
Yeah, that was college. Yeah, yeah. but did um, you choose in sync or it was just like a? It was like a oh, mutual I did. decision. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay. I didn't care at the time. I mean, we were yeah. we had a lot of water yeah. that night. Yeah. So. Ha- <laughs> hat- water. Hats off to fat um, daddies. I would say. An easy one for me would be like "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, um, oh Journey's man, a classic. that that is one that's per- it's a perfect karaoke song because if you think I about mean, it, you it, can't go wrong. Everyone knows the lyrics. Yeah, Everyone and everyone's them. gonna sing along. It's not yeah. that hard to sing, and then you know you can just like hold your mic out to the people. Yeah. If you don't exactly. Want to go yeah. for the high <laughs> yeah. notes. Right. Yeah. Right. So the song I was listening to driving over was "Wagon Wheel." So oh, I don't know all oh, the words to that one. song, but like you know the chorus, right? "Wagon Wheel." Rock Everyone's me, gonna, mama, yeah. like something. Nah, but I mean, the I, only problem with I Wagon Wheel is a lot of people kind of cover it. Some people like Old Crow Medicine Show is the original, and then Darius Rucker has, you know, that's like a the cover one that I it. know of. Yeah, um, but uh, obviously being from New York, big New Yorker, who obviously sings this song, Billy Joel, yeah. Piano Man. Oh yeah. no, he is. Piano I, man, yeah. I, yeah. I think oh. I think a part of Billy Joel lives inside you if you were either like born. Or that might be a top five karaoke oh, song. It's of all so time. good. Mm-hmm. But when you mentioned the anthem, Good Charlotte, the second song that came to mind for me is uh, Mr. Brightside, The Killers. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. It was only a kiss. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. I think anybody. Do you know? You probably hear that at every I was, bar, I was, like every karaoke I was definitely, bar. when that song was coming on, I was logging into RuneScape, like, ready to slay some dragons. <laughs> I was for RuneScape. sure. RuneScape. Oh, yeah, man, RuneScape. throwback. Don't. It's coming back. See, when I, when I think... That, when Add I, me. When I think of that, I'm thinking of, like... <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, dive... Anon. <laughs> I'm thinking dive bar, like, 1.30 in the morning. Like, that song comes on, and then just, like, you know, some white girl who's... Probably I had a few too many. I love this song. Yeah, <laughs> that when I when you did I think that of Mr. you did Brent's that way head. too well. Well, you know, <laughs> the white girl was me. <laughs> we got a fun game for you coming up. It's called the B O T T O Ds. That is coming up. The best part is you could do anything, and like you can't beat it. It takes like I don't understand. Like, what's the ob- I remember people used to play it, but what's like the object of the game? It's to max out your character, but it takes... So it's a level-up game. It's like Final Fantasy? Yeah, but it's an open world. Like, there's so much shit you can do. It. I don't know what I would compare it to. Like, you have a character... I guess Minecraft? Like, is it... No. It'd be more like, I guess, like... Um, I don't even know what League of Legends really is, but... You have a character... You <laughs> Phone have a, bunch a friend. Of Let's skill. call AJ. <laughs> you have a bunch of skills that you can level up, and you could do a ton of shit to level up those skills, but then you can also, like fight other people you can fight computer it's just like they're like mini games and pretty stuff much if you too. didn't grow up playing runescape you probably won't like it but i spent so much time as a fat middle schooler i literally anyone i tell eight months of my life i had a dark hole where i didn't see anyone all i did was wake up i played runescape all day i'd eat and i would go to sleep and i would do I that did, for eight months well straight. i did the same thing with with pokemon and honestly like i still do whenever a new, oh, yeah. a new pokemon game comes out I'm going to like shut all the lights, you know, oh, just block system, myself though? off from Well, now they have the games on the Switch. They just came out with a new one like last November. I don't know when the next time we're going to get an actual new one is, but I, I beat that one pretty quickly. They they've gotten a little bit too easy, I think that's my problem with it. I still play um when a hurricane comes, I'll play the old I have my Game Boy. Oh, still. that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, like either if you either have like the old DS or the the Game oh, Boy I have Advance. Oh, Game Boy Color. It's perfect, Game right? Game Boy Color. Oh. Yeah, you There's have like gold better. and silver. Too bad we don't have Not like even the... gold and silver. I have yellow, blue, and red. 
Next time it's a hurricane, you have to come over and uh, we'll get the link cables and we'll Dude. train we'll train your battle. There was nothing better than like when like I can remember you're walking right, you're walking around in the grass and it's like yeah, that circle spins. Welcome back to Business on Top. Oh, we had a great conversation about RuneScape and old uh, role-playing games uh, over the break. But, uh, you know, I've had a lot of fun with you guys. Um, and I also like to have fun in the kitchen, too. And one of the things that uh, I use when I'm in the kitchen is Mima's Chimi. And I wanted to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by Mima's Chimi. Did you know that? No, did you? Yeah, know that? yeah we make things. I yeah, I knew this that. is how we make things conversational here. It, <laughs> did you guys know that Mima's Chimi is an all-natural, authentic, all-purpose chimichurri sauce that's locally made right here in Boca Raton? Oh, sounds good. Did you also know that Mima's Chimi can be used on almost anything: steak, chicken, fish, impossible meat, which I made just the other night. Uh, some air fryer tacos with some some impossible meat and uh, Mima's Chimi mixed in there. Man, uh, when when it marinates in there. Pretty solid, pretty solid. Get a little Taco Bell sauce uh, on there. You sprinkle some cheese and and some shredded lettuce. Man, you got you got dinner for days. It is fantastic. We need a um, Mima's Taco Bell collab. That would be awesome. The possibilities are endless, though. Even if you're vegan or keto or vegetarian friendly, it does work for any diet. And uh, one more thing, the chimi comes in an eight ounce jar, and can be ordered at www.mimaschimi.com. And I'll tell you what. If you're in South Florida, are you in South Florida? Oh, we're BJ, in, South Florida. in South Florida. Oh, I'm in South we Florida. We're in South here. Florida. We're here. Oh my God, we're in South Florida. So we have good news. It's available at Doris's Italian Market in Boca Raton, Bravo Supermarket in Pembroke Pines. Shout out to my people in the Pines. And soon to be in El Bodegon in Lake Worth. Remember, it's not Chimi if it's not Mimas. Yeah. Let's go. I did the read successfully for the first time. He got it. It took me 28 years and 11 <laughs> months to learn how to read. You did it. One of the things that uh, we want to do, awkward transition, is uh, <laughs> I wanted to try something a little bit more creative, and this was something that I thought of on my, on my way into uh, my day job today, which I do not have any intention of quitting anytime soon. But uh, we wanted to do something called the business on top topics of the day. And we decided that that didn't exactly roll off the tongue. So what we're calling these are the B-O-T-T-O-Ds, topic of the day. Um, and we each have a few, uh, and we're going to just toss it around the room. And we're, we'll we're going to get after it. Kind of how you thought about structuring it, right? We're kind of going well, in the pti pardon the interruption kind of yeah I, I think people enjoy things when they're put into like tiny bite-sized pieces and for the most part our segments are you know 15 minutes at a time mm -hmm. but there's so much shit that we want to talk about you're yeah. not necessarily going to be able to package that into it and you know this this podcast talks a little bit about everything it's, it's, a, it's a little bit it's of a, a lightning round it's a show about nothing it's a show about everything so you know we all got a lot of on our minds and you know usually when we have a 45 to 50 minute show it's hard to capture a listener's attention if you're talking about something for too much time mm -hmm. so this is you know bing bang boom topics of the day in your face slam dunk content all up in here <laughs> bringing it fresh to you love it so that was so that was my idea this was Perfect. this is my brainchild so we're gonna we're gonna brush it off so i'm tired I'm, of waiting let's get into let's it let's get it let's get it so, topic number one on the BOT, TODs. This guy, Borat, is back. 
Sasha Baron Cohen's greatest creation, the iconic character who encouraged uh, so many bad impressions back when we were in high school. You remember? Very nice. I like it. good. He's oh returned. He's back for a second film. Borat dropped yesterday. We're getting this sequel 14 years after the original. It's crazy that it's been nearly 15 years. Mm. Uh, but maybe it's a good time for it because this is just a very weird time and it's a very weird movie. Um, we've already seen that he's got uh, former Mayor Giuliani tied up Oof. into some controversy. Uh, <laughs> boys, are you are you stoked about Borat too? Yeah, hell yeah! I still call Borat one. Do you There's really? A, yeah, very like, nice. Fourteen or years not, later, we're still. I mean, the not joke. Yeah, that suit is no. every, black and not. Every like week, I'm saying that once yeah. or twice. Yeah, every yeah, it's it's. I'm looking forward to it just because. I remember how awkward it was, yeah. the first movie. I know I couldn't watch it with my parents. Yeah. Like, it would have been weird. Yeah. But, and this is going to be the another one where you this can't watch it with your this parents. One is, yeah, this one is like watch it with your peers. Definitely don't don't watch it with your parents. I mean, right. But that's that's the idea. You know, He's a performance artist. His, his entire concept is to make you uncomfortable and make you think like, okay, this is really how people are. Because if you remember, there were like, Suits, you remember the, the guys from South Carolina who said, yeah. like, a bunch of racist things and they like, wanted to sue him for defamation? It's like, look, that stuff didn't come out of Sasha Baron Cohen's mouth. Like, he's playing a, a character. character that's, yeah. that's who you are. Yeah. Um, and I think we're probably going to see something in, like, a very, a very similar vein um, when we see Borat, too. I'm sure that, you know, Giuliani's probably only about the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think Borat, too, might be a good maybe relief for what we're going through now, maybe a good laugh for everyone. People can, you know, maybe steer their attention to Borat too and away from this pandemic, hopefully, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to see it. Yep. Next, B-O-T-T-O-D. All right. So as you, as both of you know, uh, I recently started getting involved with the sports card market. It's booming. It's yes, booming, sir. boys. And it's only going up from here. And haven't really gotten involved in this side of the market, but Pokemon cards are back big time. And cards are selling for thousands and thousands of dollars. Like cards when we got in the 90s when we were collecting like, you know, those like shitty like paper cards. Yeah. Well, if you have any of those shiny, shitty paper cards around, they're probably just going for thousands probably, of dollars. I would say just check your attic, folks, based yeah. on the conversations yeah. that you and I have had off air. Yeah, me and my Ooh. brother have not been able to find ours. We're convinced it got thrown away on the move and we're heated. My my parents swear they're somewhere in the garage. So me and my brother are about to tear that garage open because if we have thousands of dollars sitting in there, we need to start selling at, them. At one yeah. point, did you ever have like that the Charizard, like the one that everybody like gets excited about? That's like a thirty thousand dollar card. Apparently, I never did. No, I, I had it. You know, I had it. Oh, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a first edition though. But I can't, of course, I can't find it. Yeah. Um, I had Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise. Ooh. Um, God, I wish I knew where the Blastoise was, but I have. I have a few cards, but it's like, God, they have so much sentimental value. And, like, for me to, like, flip them, it, like, for what they're they're going for on eBay, the non-first editions, it just doesn't really make sense for me oh, to I'm do it. Oh, I'm flipping them. No I'm just going to sit on them. Yeah. I mean, do you have them? Are, are they at your parents' house? Uh, I have a couple. Um, See, that's the craziest. Like we, all, like, we all remember having hundreds of them. Yeah. But no, no, one, no, like, just, no one knows where they They all are. just disappear in the yeah. Yeah, And it's I like, ask my mom or, like, my parents, like, where are they? And they're like. They probably threw them out. Or they sold way. them and kept or the money. <laughs> they didn't tell. They knew the trend before yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm all in for that. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. We've it's had crazy. them. I think we all have collections at some point. And I even have a Yu-Gi-Oh! collection. Me yeah, too. I had Yu-Gi-Oh! Same. 
It's going to be next. Yeah. Right after I'm Pokemon. telling you, jo- hop in the card market. The money's there. Money's yep. there. All right. So next topic. The curse of playoff Kershaw broken. Uh, game one of the 2020 MLB World Series featured the uh, veteran with a six inning, one earned run, 8K, one walk performance. You said that Dodge- off the top of your head? Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking that's, at. Dude, I'm not looking impressive. at any read. I'm not looking at Big anything Kershaw right fan now. Over there. <laughs> I'm not looking at <laughs> anything amazing. right this now, guy, guys. This guy's a freaking all uh, over So here. the Dodgers won eight three in that game. Um, so do you guys think the curse is actually broken, I or think, you think it's a fluke? I think a lot of that was overblown. Um, I, I think people think about Kershaw in that game five when the Astros just crushed him in the seventh inning. And one of the things that we forget is that they, they cheated, cheated that year. They cheated that year. Um, they also this, cheated both years. They beat the Yankees, Yankees in the ALCS. Yeah. But who, Ain't right, nobody, who remembers Nobody that? talks about that one. Yeah. This is, that? You're talking about a generational lefty with a curveball like no one has ever seen before. Absolutely. Um, I know my roommate was sitting on the couch, and he's not a big baseball fan, but he sees that curveball, and he's like, that, that's insane. And it's like, yeah, imagine like actually being there and trying to hit it, let alone like watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you see, you know, pitches, when you're looking at them at a screen, sure, you can see it because you're seeing it from like the best possible viewer's perspective. But think about getting in the box and trying to hit something that's going nearly 90 miles an hour. That's faster than, I mean, it's faster than I drive on the highway by at least 10 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you get a, a breaking ball, it starts out at your eyes and it ends up pretty much at your knees. I mean, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say his start. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna throw again, uh, probably game. And I think it'll be great. Probably game five, I would guess. Yeah. Right, game five. It would be uh, potentially that's the closeout game. Yeah. If, so if they're up three one, they're definitely pitching him in game five. If he throws another good outing in five or whatever game he pitches, I'll say the curse is broken. But until then. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go. Ben, you believe it when you see it. Uh, my business on top uh, topic of the day is, look, we've all played. You guys remember Uncharted? You remember playing yeah, Uncharted on PS3? My favorite game of all time. Oh, man. I'm not I'm not PS4. much of like a shooter guy, although this is more like, a, like it's an, an adventure, adventure game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like an action adventure game uh, featuring Renegade Explorer Nathan Drake. They're actually making a movie now. Do you, you see this? You guys heard about this? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a new picture that surfaced um, from star Tom Holland. You might know him as Spider-Man. You might know him as the as the kid from, um, God, what was that mediocre movie that we saw? Oh, um, with uh, Onward. He was in Onward. Onward. He was That's in right. uh, Spies in Animated. Disguise. <laughs> um, so he's on the internet this week. He's playing a younger version of uh, Nathan Drake. The thing that I'm worried about is, gosh, I've seen so many terrible adaptations of um, video game movies, and the one that comes to mind that's probably the most similar is, you know, Nathan Drake. I've always thought of as like a very similar Lara Croft, um, and we've Tomb seen Raider. Tomb Raider twice. Alicia Vikander did it. Right. Um, before that, Angelina Jolie did it. Is this going to be any good? I think it will be good. I think Tom uh, Holland has been great in the Avengers series and Spider-Man. And I think he'll transition greatly into this kind of film. Cause I mean, he's got, he's got it all. He's got the comedy part down. He's got the, the action. He's, he's definitely got, got the comedic chops and like, it, it's all about, can you like take him seriously as like kind of an action adventure as opposed to like the lost little kid that he yeah, but you saw, Spider-Man. you saw the last Spider-Man film when you kind of see like the emotional side of him and the more serious side. And, 
I, I think, uh, like I said, he's going to transition well into that any film that he's in. I think he's just a good actor. So real overall. quick in like 15 to 20 seconds, I, I've played one or two Uncharted, but like kind of break down. He's like, a treasure like, hunter. Tre- like, yeah, yeah, he's a treasure hunter. Like so finds like finds your artifacts, treasure. like flips them. Yeah, is is also kind of like very debonair. Like he likes to get with the you know the girls and stuff. So okay. deal with um, more serious so national treasure enemies. Younger, better actor. Yeah. Also, Mark Wahlberg is a in good it. good spark oh. notes read right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> That's that needs to be a new new segment. We we break down <laughs> movies in fifteen to twenty seconds. <laughs> Next, B O T T O D. All right, so. Going back to the sports topic, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Oakland Raiders' whole starting offensive line is on the COVID-19 list. <laughs> what a year. Yeah, one tested positive, and the other four were, I guess, in close contact with him. So here's my question to you guys. Will Derek Carr be able to walk into the locker room after the game, <laughs> or will the Raiders have to forfeit the game due to their offensive linemen looking like turnstiles out there? <laughs> Would the Raiders... Be better just putting five garbage cans in front of Derek. Carr. I was gonna say I was gonna go with traffic cones there. Yeah, um, traffic but, cones. But yeah. your but your point is well taken. I mean, Derek Carr has to be rolling out every play. There's no way they're gonna have him sitting in the pocket. I just yeah, I can't imagine that they wouldn't go like shotgun, like yeah. halfback draw. Like gosh, losing your starting offensive line is is tough. Derek Carr might think he's David Carr. I think <laughs> they're getting yeah. smoked. <laughs> I think yeah. Oh man, and that guy got sacked like crazy. Yeah. I think like a NFL record high. I'm gonna go flip side with you guys. I mean, maybe the younger guys. The are Raiders to are gonna have the point. best the best game out of anyone might, in the NFL. They might pull off yeah, like a, know, a, a a signature Dallas Cowboys O line or uh, New England O line, and who knows? The young guys what they want to prove themselves, and maybe they'll do well. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I I think. Or um, pulled off on a stretcher yeah. after think, the first quarter. I think there's going to be a lot of stoppage in time of guys. <laughs> Here's my thing. Be. These yeah. teams are so regimented and they're so built on routine that um, I, I don't even know how much the second the second string five guys are used to playing with each other. Right. I yeah. think it's going to create some real chemistry problems, and I think it's going to be a dumpster fire, exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. Shout out to um, Trent Brown. Helped me move out of my college dorm last year. Former, uh, yeah, former, <laughs> former Gator, Florida Gator, Gator great. Gator. Man, I, yeah, I, I, I really wonder um, how this is gonna happen, and I'll, I really will um, look on that game with uh, a lot of interest because I believe in their last game. Did they did they play last weekend? No, I mean, they, they just recently beat. They they, they're coming off a win against the Chiefs, yeah. so uh, you know, I, I think in terms of skill players, the sky's the limit for that offense. But I don't, I don't know that they're gonna do much with uh, yeah. their entire offensive line out. It would be hard to. Mm-hmm. Next. All right. The next business on top topic of the day is you guys know that Tesla has come out with the best electric vehicles that anyone knows. I, the most mainstream vehicles. I would say so. I think in terms of like having a reliable but also like luxurious electric car that people um, don't criticize. Right. The Tesla is probably number one. Right. So a lot of companies are starting to come up with that trend and try to follow tesla um joe uh joe burrow first pick of the uh 2020 nfl draft has just recently partnered up with a startup uh in ohio um called uh lordstown motors who has a ev truck um that they're trying to promote and he's one of the promoters for that brand um gmc 
also revealed. I've seen a lot, yeah, and even, the even Tesla's Humvee. trying to make their own truck because trucks, trucks and SUVs are just so popular. The Cybertruck. The, yeah. the Cybertruck is going to be a amazing. Weird monstrosity that is. GMC is making a one thousand horsepower Humvee or uh, EV Hummer. Um, so my question to you guys is, are you guys buying in on this trend? Yeah, I mean, I'm about it. Um, I've already said to pretty much anybody who will listen that, you know, right now I'm driving a CRV, which, um, it's getting about 30 miles to the gallon. Great vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Like not terrible, like solid SUV, but, um, you know, I want a Tesla, like I'm tired of being, um, the problem when it comes to, uh, our carbon footprint. And I think a lot of the fossil fuels we emit is from like commuter cars. Um, I know that I probably am going to live south of where I work in West Palm for the foreseeable future. So, um, I think I would feel a lot better buying an electric vehicle. I don't know if it's going to be the Hummer, but the Hummer stats like sound sure as hell sound interesting. If it's all electric, 1, why not? 1,000 horsepower, zero to 60 in three seconds. Yeah. yeah. It sounds it's like a riddle. Of, like too good to be true, right? Like, uh, I'm all in on the electric cars. It just, I don't know, something about... I want one, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like you're so if that battery so if anything goes wrong with that battery, I mean I would So you're probably car, talking about like Tesla batteries like catching on fire and not, like, yeah, not even catching on fire, like even something small, like anything anything in the battery, I mean your car is Right. It's it, it's an it's, interesting new field, but I think like over the past, you know, seven or eight years, it's different than when we were in college. I mean, how, how much are Tesla's like, going for? Like, uh, I mean, it depends. Uh, you got the Model Base. 3, which goes for about 35. And then probably like if you want to get a really bad. nice Tesla, I'll probably run you a buck 20, buck 30. My God, that big of a jump? Like fully, fully loaded, fully one loaded, of those SUV yeah. type ones. Dual oh, yeah. motor. Yeah. Like, all, like all, wheel, all wheel drive, all that good stuff. Yeah. I'll probably get a Tesla on all-wheel drive and then just get a summer home up in Toronto. I think that'd be a good time. Oh, so I'm gonna, or I'm, Asheville. I'm going to bum rise off of you. That's what <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah. Come on. Come hang out. That's uh, the way to do it. Our last BOT, TOD. Um, did you guys watch any sports last night? Yes. Last night? Yes. Okay, Daniel Jones, what the hell? Turf monster. My guy. I, uh, I couldn't Fastest believe, so, quarterback of all time. So for those of you who have not watched, and yes, he is, <laughs> in, in terms of uh, maximum speed among quarterbacks this year, he has outrun the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. He's breaking free, uh, runs past the secondary like he's Derrick Henry or something, uh, gets the 25. There's probably no one within, I would say, safe to say, probably 7 to 10 yards of him. There, mm-hmm. there's there are people behind but they're not they're not catching Nowhere him if close. he keeps his balance yeah um and i i saw a meme you remember the, there's an old uh sports bar commercial where uh they turn on the irrigation uh, system yeah, and the guy Wild trips Wings. over yeah, yeah. Yep. and uh the, I, I think <laughs> that was our sponsor <laughs> yeah I, I i think that's what got him uh because boy that's embarrassing and they're that's lucky, got such thought, a giant's thing it's yeah. such a giant's yeah. thing to happen they're lucky he would they be running free about drive. to score a touchdown yeah well, that's scored. what i was saying yeah. like it would have been even more giants if they ended up having to kick a field goal and ended up losing the game because of that, oh, that or it was bad. the ghost of uh sam darnold yeah. have you ever seen sam? he just traveled to uh the giants and tripped him up yeah have you ever seen uh Something like that, where it's just a sure touchdown. The guy falls. Like even your, like the every teammate on the sideline is laughing at your quarterback. 
Oh, that's happened a couple of times. I wouldn't say fall, but like the big trend I feel like recently is guys who have wide open touchdowns, no one around them, and they start celebrating too early and they drop the ball before crossing the DJ goal Metcalf? line. DJ Metcalf? Yeah. What? I mean, what's worse? This dropping is, the ball yeah. before the goal line or stumbling I guess down? it's like, is it is it like stupidity or incompetence? Yeah. I mean, it, it, definitely, or, wasn't stu- it definitely wasn't stupidity. Athletic. I think, <laughs> I, I, I wonder if he looked up at the Jumbotron and was just impressed at like how he was able to yeah. outrun all like, those guys. Wow, no one's anywhere near me. <laughs> what? <laughs> He, he he freaked himself out, yeah. right? It's like, um, you know, if you're playing golf, you hit a couple of good shots in a row. Like, you know, if you hit, like, on a par five, all you have to do is, like, chip on. You know you're going to, like, hit the sand or, like, He should have pulled or... off the fake injury, like, as, like, he was oh, falling. Oh, like, like the held onto his, kicker in week one? Held on to his, uh, his hamstring or, like, his, his calf yeah. or something. I was hoping when he fell down, he was just going to barrel roll all the way to the end zone. Yeah. That's what I was really hoping. He yeah, that would be funny. Log roll. Yeah. How do you think that went, boys? That was our first uh, edition of BOTTODs. I loved it. Good. Yeah. I hope everyone like else enjoyed it, too. All right. Yeah. yeah. I hope everybody else enjoyed it. We'll try to do it again. Coming up next, we're going to give you a little bit of a tease. We're going to do our favorite thing. We're going to take a look through the Urban Dictionary. We got some shower thoughts for you, too, on the Business on Top podcast coming up. Let's go. This is a very weird time. We are uh, a little less than a week away from pandemic halloween uh i'm not sure this is how this is gonna go but i'll tell you one thing business on top will have a halloween special for you next week we are bringing it we will be in costume and i am very excited about this have you guys thought about uh what costumes that you guys are going to be wearing Uh, any any characters that you had in mind i have but i don't want to reveal it right okay yeah confidential for now I wonder if the only way to find out would be to tune in um, and listen to us on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts to and watch us on YouTube to figure it out. The only does, way. does that sound right to you? That's yeah. The only We're way. not revealing it anywhere else other than, yeah. I guess, YouTube because you could actually see and, it. And if you do find us on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube, don't forget to... Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, and re-review if you smell what the rock is cooking. Is that a clue on my Halloween costume? Oh. Oh. We don't know. You'll find out next week. Nice. But, uh, God, what, what was the, your favorite Halloween costume that you've, like, ever worn? I used uh, my go-to for like years was Hercules. That's a good one. I had yeah, I had the whole uh, chest, the armor that looked like a like a washboard abs with like a stuck out. Nice. Chest. I love I love the fake abs. The yeah, fake the, abs are like the classic. <laughs> except any I mean, costume. I was brown, and the the chest was like more of like a whitish <laughs> tone. <laughs> You're not Greek. No. <laughs> Mine would probably be... Uh, I always thought Patel was a Greek name. <laughs> Me too. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Back in the day, White Power Ranger. The White Ooh. Ranger. Okay. You said White Power. You scared me for a second. No, yeah, no. White Power Ranger. The um, Everyone knew the... Well, Tommy. Ooh, liked, were you guys um, into Power Ranger? Like, yeah. Big? Yeah. Tommy. Okay. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Dude, I love... Oh, my God. White, Green Ranger. White, Green. green. Yeah, yeah, White Ranger, Green Ranger. What about the Red Ranger? I thought like everyone... Red no, Ranger was, Red like, Ranger. the leader before, like, Tommy, like... That was the blonde guy, right? Kicked him out and... No, the Red Ranger? Yeah. Who no, was he was... He was brown. bad. Like, he was a... 
like a bad guy when he was green for a little bit. Yeah, Tommy was. Yeah, yeah. but oh, God, that I was remember that. White Power Ranger is the probably the best. Hey, maybe my favorite. Maybe costume. we should just be the Power Ranger. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Reese's. Because I'm. I, that's Re- what I was uh, gonna say. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Reese's. I mean, it, favorite candy period is uh, Take Five, and now they have the Reese's Take Fives. I was gonna say are, Kit Kat, which are amazing. Oh, uh, you can't good. go wrong with Kit Kat. Yeah. Uh, top three, I've probably got like like typical Halloween candy that you get. Um, re- peanut butter cups number one. Uh, I like Snickers. Twix Snickers. number two. Twix Ooh, and then Twix. I guess Snickers would be three for me. So I don't know how it was down here, but it was wonderful in New York Halloween time because there were so many apartment buildings, right? And as kids, we would go to the top floor, right? Like floor 18 or whatever the top floor was in that apartment building. Just work our way down every floor, right? So you'd hit 18 floors. You'd have a full bag of candy after building one, right? And you could do that to every apartment building in Bayside. Not only the apartment buildings, there were a ton of townhomes, like, around it. So by the time it was all said and done, I mean, you'd get a solid four or five bags Ooh. of candy. And, and as many of you know, I was in heaven. And yeah, no, I, I I honestly would be all about that still. And then, honestly, I was like, God, I wish I could go trick-or-treating. And then I realized I have enough money that I can just, like, go to the store and buy all the candy I want now. Well, just wait till after Halloween when it goes on clearance. And exactly. Then that that gets dangerous. Yeah. But, um, you know, that that's, like, the kind of stuff that, that I, like, just think about and you kind of come to realize it. VJ, do you have a uh, Urban Dictionary phrase of the day for us? I am... All right. Do you need me to I got, filibuster? I got one. You, no, okay, no, no, I, I one? got one. It's not our. It's not our best one, but it's, it'll do. It's pretty good. It'll, it'll do. Good. All right, Smexy. Okay. This is a lot like Shexting. I don't think it is. Um, Schmexy. I think it's just like a different way to say sexy. Schmexy. I don't think there's any like rhyme or reason to it. It's one just guess. Like a, it's like a very fancy. No philosophical answers here. Let's go. Schmexy. One answer. Just very, very so sexy. hot and sexy, S H. So hot and sexy. Mm, kind of. Not okay, really. it's half right. Okay, so it's smart and sexy. Oh, okay. And in some cases, sexy and Mexican. Okay, well. <laughs> so the sentence of the day is: Chris is a smexy guy. He's got straight A's and he's ripped. Wow. <laughs> Damn you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> God. Chris. Let's making us on. all look <laughs> making us all look bad over here. Yeah. Uh, Chris is going to be on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, that is all the time we have for you on the Business on Top podcast. Uh, thought it was a great show tonight, and we got a lot of good stuff for you next week. Uh, Halloween and episode 10. So twice the reason to listen to Business on Top. Coming up next week, this was Shane Chernoff, Vijay Patel, Ben Siegel. Send you into your weekend. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Peace.